Hi everyone, just want to say a massive thank you for choosing to listen to my little show called Spill It. Spill It is filmed live every Wednesday at 7pm via Facebook, YouTube and Twitch. Viewers can interact with the show by leaving comments. For more details of Spill It, head over to the Facebook hub at www.facebook.com forward slash spilling it. So however you're listening to this, make sure you sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to a little show that I like to call Spill It. This way, Spill It. <laughs> my name, for those who don't know me by now, you know, we're on episode 22, guys. You know, you should know me by now. But for those who don't know me, my name is Marcus, and I run this little, this little show, this little Facebook live talk show, this little live podcast, whatever you want to call it. This is what I run. It's called Spill It. We talk about absolutely anything that we want to talk about. I have guests from all different walks of life, whether they be local community heroes, whether they be somebody who wants to come on and just talk about a hobby that they found that they want to share with the world, or whether it be an actual celebrity. Like, for example, we had the legend that is Miss Sherry Vine. We had her on last week for our Halloween special, all the way over from America. And a couple of weeks before that as well, we had Nathan Henry from Geordie Shaw. We are uh, up and coming. I, I, I love saying that, up and coming, because really that's what we are. We are up and coming. We're getting bigger and bigger every single week, and it's all down to you guys. Thank you so much. Well, this is a show that we get to talk to all sorts of people from all around the world. Uh, to, <laughs> I just saw Scott's comment, pop star. Am I a pop star? Are we saying that I'm a pop star? We'll go with that. We'll go with that I'm the pop star. But... These are the three pillars, uh, or the, what I like to call the three pillars, three core values of Spilling. It is to connect the world, to inspire, and to learn. So we want to connect each other. We're going through another trying time again uh, with regards to COVID and lockdown 2.0. Uh, we are going through lockdown again, so we want to connect people again, uh, make sure that everybody's around and we're all looking after each other etc we want to inspire so all of our guests should have something that an inspirational story or something just to think you know what i want to do that i want to get involved with that or whatever and we want to learn every day is a school day well, let's not let's learn something in a fun and engaging way uh, so make sure you get those questions and comments in just like I did with Scott's. Uh, so if you do put a comment in for those who have never been in before, I get to pop them up on the screen and we get to interact. So the more comments that you do, the better. And don't forget as well to hit the share button, get this far and wide, and especially this one, guys, because as I say, we are going into lockdown 2.0, or we are in lockdown 2.0. And this particular episode is about how we can support local businesses. Um, from all around the country as well. It's not just like a, a, a localised thing. This is getting getting businesses involved all around the country, all around the UK, and getting them involved to these virtual markets. And this is what Jonathan's going to be talking about um, on our episode, which is episode 22, Tis the Season. So make sure that you are sharing, that, uh, sharing this and getting people involved because it might be relevant to somebody who you know. And it might be that somebody that you know may want to 
purchase from small businesses. I couldn't think of the word there, but there you go. They may want to purchase from small businesses. Scott's, uh, Scott's asking, how's it going in Preston with the new lockdown? Ugh. Lockdown is lockdown, isn't it? I mean, it's a lot easier than last time. And I think last time we were just kind of, it was all new and partly exciting, I would say. I don't know. Like, a part of me thinks we've never had to do it before. So, oh, it was quite exciting. But at the same time, it was like walking into the unknown. And now we're just tired. We're bored. But Preston, you can't grumble. Preston's Preston. I mean, half the people walk around like they've got COVID anyway. <laughs> Shh, I'm not bad mouthing Preston, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and Scott, uh, we've just come out of, uh, of your lockdown in Wales. How did you find it, Scott? Put it, put it in the comments and share. And, you and you know, if you've got any advice for, uh, for some people about how you managed to cope, then feel free to put it into the uh, into the comments and maybe you can help somebody. You can inspire them and maybe teach them something as well. But this is episode 22, Tis the Season. Um, and Jonathan is joining us at 7.15pm. So at quarter past seven, Jonathan will be coming on and he'll be telling us all about his story and setting up the virtual markets and everything else that goes with that as well. So make sure you do hit that share button. Well, announcements. Do I have any announcements? Do you know what? Yes, I do. So you'll, uh, I'll post a link to this uh, later on. But with regards to uh, spilling merchandise, so a lot of people have been asking me, where can I get some spilling merchandise from? And it might not be that you want to walk around with a T-shirt. I'm not saying that anybody wants to walk around with a spilling T-shirt. Some of you may do. Some of you probably won't. Um, but you can get like little spillet mugs, uh, like the little tidal wave one. You can get water bottles, things like that. And I'm selling all of my merchandise at the minute on Redbubble. Now, Redbubble will obviously take a, a huge portion of the things that, that, that are designed and put onto there. However, if you are uh, purchasing something from there, obviously the profits – um, or not profits, but they take a chunk of it and then I get a portion of that as well. So anything that's being bought through Spillet um, or Spillet merchandise and things like that, I get to put back into Spillet um, to help me create my own little office space to create, because I do absolutely everything here, guys. You know, this is just me in the spare room in the house, um, you know, with a tablet and a little ring light here, you know, the, the money that's made from Spill It, from these little purchase, uh, purchases and things, will go back into Spill It to help make this bigger and better and get better guests on and, and get involved and, and get better prizes for people for competitions and things like that. So, you know, if you're wanting to go and support me, then make sure that you head over to Redbubble because you'll find all of the merchandise there. There is also other merchandise which we'll get into at the end of the show because I've saved a little bit of something the end of the show where I talk about Redbubble and the things that I do. Okay, here we go. It is, I love this bit, Agony Funkle time. That's right, it's Agony Funkle time. So Agony Funkle time, for those who don't know, is a time where people can come and email me with their problems, their issues, their things that they need help with and help and advice or whatnot. It could be a real problem. It could be a fake problem. It could be 
asking for a friend. Whatever it is, you can email it over to me. And if you're wanting to get involved with this, all you have to do is email me, marcus at spillit.uk, and I will answer your problem. We've had all sorts. We've had some really serious ones as well. And like, and this one, this week's one is a serious one as well. But then a couple of weeks ago, we had my cat is conversing with other people in the neighborhood, other cats in the neighborhood, and wants to create a cat army and take over the world. Help me. So if it's a big problem, then you can you can get in touch, and I'll do my best to offer you the best solution. Well, this week's one is I, I just anonymous. There was no uh, there was no person that said what the name was. But here we go. I feel like I'm losing motivation to get fit. I can't keep to a schedule or fitness plan and I struggle with dieting. Any help? I don't know. I'm in the same boat, really. I think uh, with me, I'm trying to stay motivated. I'm trying to keep to a schedule. Um, so I've bought myself like a little magnetic thing on the fridge. So it has like a Monday to Sunday planner. And I'll write on there exactly what I need to do every single uh, day. What I've also done as well is I've got in touch with a personal trainer. So I've now got a personal trainer every Saturday. Big up Marcus, I'm sure. Uh, not me, another Marcus. <laughs> uh, big up Marcus, if, if he's watching or listening or whatnot. Uh, I will be getting him on the show at some point because the work that he does is amazing as well. But he will be coming on the show at some point. But, yeah, he's my personal trainer. Um, and, obviously, I've got my dance X sessions as well. The, the only advice I could give you, set yourself a schedule. And something that's visual, if you if you basically tell yourself, right, okay, on Monday I'll do this, on Tuesday I'll do this, on Wednesday I'll do this, then you'll forget um, if it's visually there. And then reward yourself for doing it as well. So if, you, if for instance, you know, you, you've, uh, you've oh, do you know what, I linked it with uh, episodes of something that I needed to watch or that I, that I wanted to watch. So say, for instance, it was like I was watching, I don't know, Supernatural, for example, first thing that pops into my head. Um, I would do whatever I'd set myself to do on the Monday and then I could watch an episode of Supernatural. If I didn't do it, I'd have to wait and not not watch the episode. So things like that. Set yourself little rewards and put, set yourself an actual schedule. Scott says, reward yourself with a takeaway and six chocolate bars. Probably not. Uh, but there you go. We'll also ask Jonathan what his advice would be for our anonymous guest or our anonymous listener, watcher, viewer. Something. Or anonymous emailer. There we go. We'll ask that. We'll ask Jonathan for his advice. But if you've got any advice, then please put them in the comments because you don't know. The person who emailed me with that may just be listening and may need your advice. So if you do have some advice for our anonymous watcher, then get in touch. Drop a comment and let me know. And as I say, if you were wanting to get involved with um, Agony Funkle and you're wanting your problem to be read out, listened to, get some advice on, whatever. All you have to do is email me at marcus at spillit.uk. Okay, cool. Right, let's move on, guys. It is our competition time. I love the music to that. It was made specifically for me. Nobody else will have that music in the world. Ah, um, but yes, it is competition time. So competition time is a new section that I've got where you can win some Spillet merchandise from me, completely free of charge. All you have to do is get involved. So last month we had Carve Me the Best Pumpkin and send me a photo to my email address and you would win. We had Kelsey. Kelsey won. She's now ordered her things and I will get them delivered to her. This month's competition, so it is a month-long competition, 
because we went into lockdown, I wanted to do something that you could do at home. Learn a new skill. It can be any skill. Could be that you wanted to do the splits, whatever it is. You could do learn sign language, learn a new language, uh, become bilingual. You could do whatever. If you've got a skill that's new and you're learning it during lockdown, all you have to do is email me at marcus at spillit.uk with video evidence. I'm not going to put up with those people that just email me. I need video evidence or photographic evidence or whatnot. And you could win some Spillit merchandise, and the winner will be announced at the end of November. Samantha, mini competitions with friends and family during lockdown helps. Oh, there you go. That's brilliant advice, Samantha. Thanks for uh, thanks for sharing that. I actually, I actually quite like that. I might do that myself. Ah! But there you go. So that is competition time. So it is that time. It is, uh, yes, it's 1 minute 30 over that time. But it is that time. So, please, can you give a lot of round of applause, lots of emojis, lots of clapping hands, lots of comments, everything, for my guest this evening, it is Jonathan. Hi, Jonathan. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Good. Yeah, great. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Oh, no no worries, mate. No worries. Thank you, thank you, for, uh, thank you for coming on the show. Okay. Uh, to be fair... Um, you inbox me, you, you know, oh, please, would you be able to share this? And I was like, ah, well, what is this? And then I asked you I asked you some questions about it first, and I was like, this is something that needs to be on the show. So, yes. So thank you so much for actually reaching out to me in the first place. Um, and, yeah, there you go. Thank you. Um, so how are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Good, good. I had to have a mid-afternoon nap today. I was proper tired because I had to go to the post office, drop loads of products off, so... Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm refreshed. Good, 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 good. Because, Jonathan, we're about to play a new game. Are you ready? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> this, is the, uh, this is only the second time that I would have played this game, but I've created a brand new intro for it as well. So I'm quite looking forward to this. Um, right, here we go. So it is five second rule time. So five second rule, uh, if you don't know the rules, are I will read out a statement and you have got five seconds to name three of the things that I will ask you for. Okay. Some of them may be like, I don't know, quite general knowledge stuff. Others maybe, I don't know, they could go into a, a, a rude place, let's say. <laughs> but... Feel free to just well, please just say what's ever on the top of your head. That's that's the that's the rules. So um, you have five seconds. Okay, I'm going to just turn my timer music up so you can hear it as well. Uh, right. So are you ready to play? Yeah, let's go. Cool. So question number one. You have oh, you can only answer when I've finished reading the question. Okay. Okay. Cool. Name three turnoffs. Um, boring uh, uh, no, uh, you ran out of time. Yeah, ran out of time. <laughs> okay, here we go. Number two, you get five of these, by the way. You get five chances. So. Uh, number two, 
Name three things that you pop. Thinking, I was just looking around my room like. Did <laughs> you say a candle? Yeah, I don't know why I said a candle because I've got a candle. You pop, do you pop a candle? I'm not sure. Like maybe if you make it, viewers at home, uh, please tell me if anybody has ever popped a candle. Uh, <laughs> I would, I would like to know in the comments, please, if you have popped a candle or if you know what popping a candle may be, <laughs> because I am genuinely intrigued. <laughs> right. Okay. Number three. Name three smells that make you gag. Smelly egg. Um, oh, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. Quite hard. Uh, you're beeping because you're kind of thinking the beep's going as well, and you're like, <laughs> like two things at once. Yeah, mate. <laughs> uh, this is why I love this game, though. Puts people on the spot. <laughs> right. Okay. You ready? Yeah. What are we on now? Is this number four? I think this is number four. This is number four. This is number four. Are you ready? So, name three things you do while no one is looking. You know, um, watch other people. Um, <laughs> You're gonna get in two. You're getting two, and then it's like I need like <laughs> seven seconds. Seven seconds. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Your last one. You ready? Yeah. Are you sure? Go for it. Go for it. Right, you, we've got to get more. You've got to get three this time. Okay. This is your last one. <laughs> Name three famous bold people. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, from the top of my head, I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking people in the UK to me. I should have thought like something like America or something like that. <laughs> well, you royally failed, Jonathan. Fantastic. Congratulations. <laughs> wow, my mum's gonna watch this and be like, Jonathan, how did you not do that? And then I'll try and do it, and then. Be, she'll, hopefully she can do the same yeah yeah if you want I'll send you the questions and you can yeah. ask her and then uh, yeah <laughs> but well done you massively failed uh, you didn't get one right um, so yeah you don't win today unfortunately you win zero prizes um, well done congratulations <laughs> so let's get back to this so Jonathan tell us for those people who are watching who don't know you who is Jonathan um, so I'll start from like a year ago to now. So one year ago, I was living in Sydney in Australia. I was living in a place called Newtown, which is like a really artsy suburb, which is 10 minutes out of the city. So I'm very like artistic and I loved it there. And I started a digital marketing course. Well, oh, wow. Because the reason was because obviously I've got my clothing brand and I wanted to grow it. So I was looking for to pay people to help them grow my brand. And it worked out as I'd be paying over 200 to 400 pounds a month for these people to support me and help me. And instead of doing that, I decided to do the course myself. So I could learn myself instead of paying all these guys money and not learning anything. I could actually yeah. learn myself. 
So I've just finished that one year course in, um, I finished that at the end of October, which is fantastic. And so, yeah, I was, I was living there. I was working full time as a manager of a sales team. We sold lottery tickets for um, veterans so you could win multi-million dollar houses and the money raised would go to like ex-servicemen. Which wow. Was so I could see like the whole of Sydney because we'd work in all different shopping centres, which was fantastic. So yeah, that was great. And then in, from December up to February, I was a manager of a festival called Electric Garden Festival. I was managing all the volunteers that worked for that. So we had over 600 volunteers work for us from December till in February, which was amazing. Loads of hard work. I, I just love it when I'm hard work and busy. Like it's my fun. I was working on Boxing Day. I was working um, Christmas Eve. I just love it. So that was great. And yes, I was working. I was doing my full time work. I was doing the festival. The festival was on the 22nd of February. And the third, how did you even get? How did you even get involved in like managing a festival? So. Like, I was a ticket seller the year before, and Holly, the girl that was the manager that looked after all the volunteers, she was only coming out a little bit later this year. So she asked me if I could do it till she got out. And then this year, we, like, doubled the, the amount of, like, posters we were putting So I don't know if you've seen, like, posters on hold. Uh, no. No, so, like, um, we'd get people and run all around Sydney putting up posters on all the poles and each day just get taken down. And that was like, oh, right. okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, it'd tell you all about the events. So we had people doing that every single day for about two and a half, three months. And then we just organised where people went that day, who was working, because they'd all work for free festival tickets. So yeah, it was, it was great fun just managing like so many people and meeting so many people from around the world because everyone just flocks to Sydney. So it was amazing. We had lots of fun times and like parties and that lot. It was awesome. And obviously, because I was ticket selling the year before, sorry. So I met Holly. And because I, I like talking to people, like socializing, she was like, oh, I'd be a great fit for it. So yeah, I just went into the role with ease and it was great fun. It's brilliant. So, yeah. I was knackered on the festival day, though. I was so tired. I couldn't really enjoy it as much as I wanted. Oh, really? Yeah, but it. it Still great, like I still enjoyed myself. I suppose, yeah, I suppose obviously you were like looking at it from a different point of view. So rather than being the attendee to a festival, it was just obviously making sure that it was a different type of experience, I'm assuming. Yeah, definitely. And so, then, uh, so after, obviously after the festival and all that, like, where where did you go? What brought you back? So I came back for my friend Sam Stagdu. Okay. Third, yeah. So I came back on the third, and we went to went to Prague. I think four or five days, I think. And then um, before I was meant to fly back, the borders closed, and I was like, "Oh, it's all right. I can just chill here till like July. Hopefully, we'll be open by then." <laughs> obviously, yeah, that didn't happen. So, so was this year then? Yeah. Yeah. Oh so wow! I okay. I came back this year on March the third, and then I've just. I've um, just been doing what I can do since. So, um, yeah. And then I obviously had my, my clothing brand. So I was like, right, what can I do? So I was just chilling for a few months, just doing online courses and that lot, while also studying my digital marketing course because I had a lot of work on it. Mm -hmm. Then by June, I was like, right, I need to go full time with my clothing. Because like, I didn't want to get a job. And I thought, no, because I'm going to be at the bottom of the pile here. Like, yeah. impressed. not all these unique skills, but there's nowhere in Preston that I can use them. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm pretty sure you're quite similar, really. Um, <laughs> it's annoying. 
because like you can go from like such a high level managing all these people and then you're going you're looking at jobs and it's just like no it's nothing I want to do so I thought I'd go full-time with my clothing so I've been doing that now since June which has been going really well so everything I've been learning from my digital marketing course I've been um, playing with the brand which is amazing that's just going strength for strength loads of cool friends from it as well and um, yeah bring us up to September time I read I read some articles and it was like 75% of people are going to be shopping online this year. So I was like, that's a really nice little quote. And I was like, with my digital marketing from August, I was taking on up to four clients, like splitting it between half and half, like my keep it social and my brand, just to keep myself so busy that I just was keeping busy. And so, yeah, September came and I was like, right, how can I help more people? Because like four people is a lot on my own to help with the brands, like building up a everything they need so i thought how to scale this but like make it easier for more people to have help this christmas so i thought about doing this like virtual christmas market and i planned to launch it on the 3rd of october on the saturday and i launched it i got some friends involved straight away to like share add people and that lot and now it's just snowballed effects which is amazing and it's taken a lot of my time but I don't mind because like I'm also raising money for Derry and House, and we've almost raised um, five hundred pounds so far for that, which is fantastic. Wow! Yeah, we've got um, I think we've got one hundred and seventy-three sellers on the group at the moment, which is amazing. That's brilliant. Well, yeah. we'll we'll get into the into the detail of the Christmas markets and everything uh, in, in shortly. Scott's mm. uh, like asked a good question. To be fair, it was something that I was going to bring up anyway. And um, so, what is the brand? It's called That Life Clothing. So this is like the design of the jumper that I'm wearing now, and I've got some bean hats out as well. And you can. Oh, find this is right. This is right up Scott's alley. This I know yeah. Scott's attire. It's like <laughs> style and clothing. So I've got, and what I wanted when I started the brand back in 2014, it's been on and off since then. So like when I've been travelling, I've not really bothered, but then I put my mind back into it when I was stuck in one place. So the um, it's between traditional tattoos, style, and travelling. And also, I wanted to go into sport, but I've stuck at the moment just to the traveling part of it and the traditional tattoo designs. And yeah, it's going really well, but I'd love to move into sport eventually, but I'm just taking my time with it. Yeah, it, it sounds really, really good. And to be fair, so what, what you'll be able to do is it, we'll be able to post a link um, for that. You send me the link, and what we'll do is I'll post that out uh, to, to the viewers of Spill It. Uh, Scott just said, link me up. Um, so, yeah. yeah, don't worry, Scott, we'll, we'll sort it out. We'll sort it out. I'm telling I, I know Scott, like the back of my hand is uh, straight away, like as soon as as soon as you started mentioning what you do, yeah. I was like, yeah, Scott's going to be all over that. <laughs> Samantha says, amazing, well done. Thank you, Samantha. Um, so, with regards to the virtual Christmas market, so um, you knew that obviously there was going to the, the did you say seventy five percent of people were doing on it was in September, yeah, but now it's moved up to about ninety percent. Yeah, it's, it's crazy times as well. I guess um, people that don't have the internet are probably the ten percent that aren't really shopping online. Yeah, it's yeah true. Um, so 75% of people back in September, uh, and obviously it's, it's probably, as you know, it's, it's climbed since then anyway. Um, so what made you think, let's start a virtual market? What was, what was the idea behind it? Well, I've always been like quite entrepreneurial. And I was like, how can like I generate a big buzz and help? Like, I love helping people. I always mm-hmm. you got to give to receive. 
And every year, whenever I'm in the UK, I raise money for Darien House Children's Hospice. So I've not raised any this year from I was like, how can I incorporate raising money for them and also keeping myself busy, like with work? Because I only have two clients with my my digital marketing and obviously yeah. my clothing brand. So I was doing them just that. I was like, how can I keep myself more busy and get more busy? Because like I said, I just like being busy. And then I was like, this is going to be great. And that's how I that's how I started it, really. And I asked because I saw a few friends as well, because um, two of the businesses I worked with, they use a lot of paid marketing. So I've like mm-hmm. doing paid ads and some of them like they can spend up to hundreds a month. And I was like, why spend all this money on ads? when you can have like a marketplace where people are actively looking to buy Christmas products and mm. then people actively selling the Christmas products. Yeah. And then you put them all together, you've got um, a need and um, want. So you've got the buy and you've got the sell. Yeah. So it's that information. It's like anything really. It's like if you see Uber, Uber don't sell, they don't sell taxis. Airbnb, they don't have property. It's just yeah. like that. Just cut out that and put it together. Um, so obviously you mentioned that you, you, you set this up and obviously the, the, you're donating money as well to Darien House because that's what mm-hmm. you've done for several years. Can you explain to people who, because uh, I know there'll be several people all over the country that watch this. Uh, Scott, for example, prime example of Scott, is in Wales. So these people may not know anything about Darien House. Can you explain um, who Darien House is, what they do, and why they mean so much to you to, to donate to them every year. Yeah, so um, Darien House is a children's hospice. It's obviously very sick children go there. And ever since, like, I was young, I wanted to raise funds for them. Because when I was younger, I used to, I used, I had three tumours in my ear. And they were not, oh, wow. yeah, so I had it, it came back three times. And um, so, like, if they were cancerous, there was a chance that I could have died, really. So I had to have three operations from like the age of nine, I think it was like nine, 12 and 17, but it's not come back since. And eventually we had to take the bones out of my ear. So I'm deaf in my left ear now. And I was just, I just thinking like, how upsetting is it for like these families that have these children? And I just want them to have the best life. And especially like my degree as well was in care for disabled adults and children. So I've always been that very caring person because like I look back and um, like perspective pretty much like that could have happened to me. Yeah. And eventually I do want a respite centre for like disabled children just to come and like have the best time. So they come for like two or three days at a time. Yeah. They just have the best time. The parents relax, the care, their personal carers relax and they just come and just have an amazing few days with us. That would be an eventual goal from my like from my businesses it's when I've made a lot of money from them, put it back into that. That's what I'd love to do. That'd be absolutely epic. And if and when that time comes and Spillet is still going strong, which I have no doubt that it will, you know, Spillet will probably by then be on Channel 4. Who knows? But whenever that time comes... What's that, sorry? You just have to be consistent and then, of course... Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when that time comes, get in touch with us and obviously we'll we'll, we'll get in touch. Well, we'll publicise it as much as we can because that's absolutely epic. And... You know, you were talking about, um, you know, you've always wanted to give stuff back and all that lot. And Johnny Lamb has commented saying he's such a he's such a nice guy, Marcus. Um, so there you go. So yeah, so he, he you know, you you you're not alone. You're, people think that you're a nice guy, and to be fair, with the things that you're saying 
uh, with obviously giving back and all that lot, uh, you know, it, it just you come across a, a very nice and genuine person who just wants to do good by other people, and it's it's great to see. Um, Scott has also commented, uh, all my gifts for me and, uh, and bought for others for Christmas this year are off local businesses, and that's obviously something that you're that you're doing as well as you're channeling these virtual markets for local businesses. Yeah. Um, what? What is the idea around that? And obviously, how have you been able to approach these businesses to get involved and build this community, if you will? So basically, it's just a lot of marketing online, really. Like, I've got people from all over the UK selling. So I've, firstly, I've got my friends involved. And then I started joining all these different Facebook groups around the UK. And just posting in there, talking about the Christmas market. And then it just... It just yeah that here's the, uh, the link we're now up to 5.8 since yesterday so we've got another 200 members which is great and I, i'm just posting like i was just being consistent every day in october posting on all the um, facebook buy and sell groups saying if you've got a small business join the group send me a message and we'll get you get yourself like selling and there's so many people with fantastic amazing unique products as well because they always send me links like to the websites or the etsy's or something and then i like wow that's beautiful that's nice and clean some are really good some i'll like quick give them a quick like tip like if you've got something on there from like august or something like oh you still got this up but yeah it's great i was about to say because obviously you work in digital or, or you're studying and slash working in digital marketing this would be like prime for you as well because obviously then they're getting in touch with you to tell that you about their products and link you with their websites but then you're also able to then think not only can i put this in my virtual market, but I can possibly turn this into a client as well yeah. to, you know, to help with yourself. And that's brilliant. That's, that is Mr. Business right there. Like, so congratulations for that. I wouldn't even thought of that. So, yeah. I'm doing as well that each week I'm sending all the sellers tips, like business tips, how to sell. Because a lot of them, like they've, they've set up their own business. It's so exciting. You set it up, it's there, it's ready, boom. And you're like, how am I going to sell something? Like I started off like that with my clothing six years ago. And um, yeah, it, it can just grow and grow. So I send them out weekly tips. And then what I'm going to do as well for all the sellers, I'm going to create a little hub, a new page group where people can go on and they can give each other help and tips. That's amazing. So I'm going to keep helping, helping people, which is fantastic. And then keep, the virtual Christmas market. I don't know if I'm going to keep it going throughout the year yet. I've not decided, but at the minute it's going really well for people. And yeah, I'm just seeing how it plans out. So, I mean, it's, yeah, because it's, it, it's called the virtual Christmas market. And I suppose mm. after Christmas, you, I mean, you could potentially change it to the virtual seasonal market, maybe. And then obviously, then you've got Valentine's, you've got Mother's Day, you've got all of that line. Obviously, then you can keep it going all the way. Year, all, all through the year then couldn't you change it to seasonal market or, or just virtual market or whatnot but obviously then you know it's, it's how much you because you're obviously having to put effort into yeah. into sustaining that as well and um, yeah. you're a very uh, you've got a very good business head on you what advice would you give to someone who is wanting to start up a, a business or has an idea that they're not really sure if it will work or if it won't work or whatever. Like, what advice would you give to someone who wants to kind of do do things on their own? Let's say. Well, firstly, write down, write down what it is 
You don't need a name yet. You don't need a logo. You don't need anything like this. Write down what it is, what you want to do to help people. What is your product? What is your business going to do to help people spend their money on your product? Like, how is it going to benefit them? So that's what I'd start off with because you can create anything you want, but if it is not going to help someone or support them, why should they buy it? Because there's millions of products. Why should they buy your product? What is the difference between yours and everyone else's? What is your unique selling point? Then also create a customer bio. So create a person, your ideal perfect customer. That could be like the gender, the age, the occupation, the where they live, how much money they're making a year. That can be a, a big one. How much residential, how residue money do they have to spend on your products? Do they do sports? What and, and hobbies do they have? You can put all these down and find the perfect customer. And yeah, that, that could be a great starting point for anyone, really, that people don't think right. of. It's no, yeah, it's stuff that I wouldn't have even thought of, stuff like half of that, to be fair. So yeah. Um, and then once they've got all of the all of these ideas down, um, you know, what is stopping them? from just going ahead and doing it? Like, how could you help with that? So, believe in your product. Believe in what you're selling. Some people, they can be, like, half bothered about it, but believe in it. Make sure when you've got your product, get it. Give it to friends to test. Give it to, like, family members. Ask for honest opinion, and then find people. Find the the first people that um, like your product, Send it them as well for free. I hate sending things for free, by the way. It's like one of my pet peeves. But when <laughs> you out, um, send it out for free and get honest opinion, honest feedback. I mean, your friends and family will say it's great. It's nice to have that feeling, but then I get honest feedback. And then um, make it look really good. Get your photos really nice. Get what you're posting really nice. Put emojis in there. Make it look friendly. Make it a personality. If you go on my Vat Life clothing, I'm me on it. I'm no one else. I, I sell myself as well as my brand. My brand is me. So I'm on there talking. I'm on there showing what I'm doing daily life. I'm not just loading pictures of clothing all the time. I am being personal because you're selling yourself as a brand as well as a product. Other businesses, they might not do that. But as a small business, I recommend doing that. Because- I love that. That's, that's brilliant advice. That's, that's something that um, – so I've, I've created – thanks to somebody who's watching and he knows exactly who it is. Um, I've created an Instagram account and I've created a, a Twitter account. I hate Twitter, but I've created a Twitter account because you have to do it apparently. Um, and the, the, the one mistake that I make is that I'll just post every now and again, post like a photo of this, for instance. Um, but you're right, and, and that's something that I'm probably going to have to start doing going forward is making more personable and doing just my, me and my everyday life so then people obviously – you know, get to know me because Spill It, even though I don't sell anything on Spill It, it's still a brand and it's it's me and I'm building that up. It's still a small business at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so going back to the, the, the Christmas market. So if, for instance, somebody wanted to get involved with the Christmas market, whether that be that they want to go on there as a, as a, as a buyer or they want to go on there as a seller, um, what can they do to, to get involved? So they can join the Facebook group. I accept everyone who joins the Facebook group. If they would like to be a seller, just send me a DM. I'm at the top of the of the group, so they can just send me a message and say, hey, I'd like to be a seller. 
and I'll sell them a spiel, send them a spiel about it, like what they sell, just so that I can limit the amount of people selling the same product. Yeah, I limit it to one uh, one product per five hundred members. So at the minute, like we can to ten people selling the same thing, but I don't have that at the minute. I think I've got about six selling FM World, and that's it. I don't want to sell any more because it's competition. But and then it's saturated, and then they might not get the sales. I want people to generate the sales as well and getting uh, getting sales on there as well. Yeah, cool. And and to be fair, you, you're right in doing that as well because there's there's quite a lot of these uh, other virtual Christmas markets that are popping up, and yeah. I've, I've been invited to some of them, and they are saturated with the same thing. And you know, the, there's the ones that I see. The, there's like the FM World, there's the Body Shop, there's um, like Avon, there's all of those type of businesses uh, where people work from home, if you will. Um, the the great. But in these virtual Christmas markets, like the other ones, they, they're just there's so many people, and you're just basically trying to scroll through, trying to find something like you know you could be looking for a personalized Christmas tree ornament, and you can't find it because of all of these other things. And um, so yeah, you are completely right with that as well. Um, going to quickly jump into the comments because there's some that have come through. So obviously we're talking about your um, changing the name of it, uh, maybe for a virtual virtual Christmas market or whatever. Uh, Scott said. The outdoor indoor online market. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, and then when you talk about your clothing brand, uh, Johnny Lamb says, uh, "I found that life on Instagram. Uh, oh, I found that life on Instagram. As soon as, uh, as soon as soon as I spoke to Jonathan through messages, I had to buy something." Yeah. So I message everybody who follows me on Instagram. I'll be like, "Hey, how are you? Hope, thank you for the follow. Hope you're having a great day." And I have a conversation with people. Like a lot of the brands, they don't. I'm very personal. So I'm always chatting to people on the inbox. When people buy products off me, it's just not, they don't just get the T-shirt. They get so much more, like, little freebies. I put in, like, stickers, sweets, badges, beer coasters, everything. Just like, every single time it's something different I'm putting in the products, just that little extra. Yeah. Which people appreciate. Definitely. Uh, Danielle Clark says, thanks to Jonathan's advice and support uh, he's, uh, he's given us over the past few months. We are sat here putting final touches to our website and excited to launch our vegan sustainable clothing at the end of this week. That life uh, has been our inspiration. Oh, thanks, Danielle and Jack. They're really nice people. They're really supportive. And I got Danielle to do one of uh, my designs for me as well, which has gone really well. It's like a shaka design. It's like half a, a hand, and it's like this. It's it's sick. It's really good. But they've been really. Um, nice. da, so da, Danielle, uh, if you can drop a comment in the box, uh, in the comment box. So we are sat here putting final touches to our website and exciting, excited to launch our vegan sustainable clothing. Is is this a new business then? Do you know Jonathan? Is is this yeah, a new business? So followed um, me about four or five months ago and we just got chatting and they always wanted to start their own clothing brand as well which was like vegan and sustainable and everything so i was trying to help them find a supplier for like um the vegan printing because it's a different type of printing with vegan and everything like that and, and it's danielle and who sorry danielle and jack danielle and jack um thanks for tuning in message from me to you if you want to come onto this show and talk about your clothing brand, with it being completely different as well, um, please get in touch. Please drop me a message or drop me a comment or whatever. I will gladly have you on the show 
to talk about that clothing brand because that is something that I think needs shouting about. So if you want to come on to Spill It, you want to come and talk about it, then please let me know because I'll have you on the show. There you go. Yeah, it's great. I think it's awesome that a lot more people are going vegan now and sustainable. Like everything that I send out now is sustainable packaging. I've not gone vegan clothing yet just because it does cost more to make, which sucks. Mm -hmm. Like you think you're helping the world, but and then it's costing you more. Yeah. And also, I'm gonna say, Marcus, as well, because um, I've started printing all my own stuff now. And from January, I'm gonna be able, I'm gonna be in a warehouse printing everything. And I was thinking I could print your products as well, because you said from Redbubble, Red, mate, Redbubble is so expensive. Honestly, it is. You don't make any money off it. No, it's like I've sold uh, a few T-shirts and a mug, um, and. So how many have I sold? I've sold a T-shirt, a hoodie, sorry, three T-shirts, a hoodie, and two mugs over the last couple of weeks. And I've made about nine quid. It's awful. Like, From January, I'll be able to print pretty much anything. So that's I'll be able to do that for you. And the thing is, it'll I can do it made to order as well, so you're not having bulk stock living in your house or anything. And then you'll obviously be making more money for the business because it's not going to be because they're so expensive. I've looked at them and I was like, they, they make things look pretty on the pictures and everything. And like, yeah, but then it takes a while to make and then it's they charge so much, mate. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, I'm looking I'm looking right now. So people are jumping on it right now because uh, I'm gonna get into it in a bit because they've they've got 60% off at the minute, or up to 60% off. So people are jumping on and grabbing the bargains now, but yeah. Like half of the stuff on there is far too expensive. But I mean, I've got I've got a friend who's done all my designs. Like he's he's drawn all of these himself. He's done absolutely every single one of my designs. And he has a guy that he was getting them printed for me in Kirkham. Um, yeah. And it, it was just hard work, like trying to get like ones and twos and and then like sometimes not doing anything at all and and whatever. Um, and I just thought, well, you know what? Rather than bothering him every single time with like, oh, I've got one now, or I've got two, and you know when it'll be, be when it'll be done and all that lot. Yeah. I just thought, what I'll do is I'll whack everything on Redbubble and let them deal with it, and then whatever's made after that is it, it's sorted. But yeah, we'll definitely link up uh, and we'll, uh, we'll we'll look I at like that Redbubble because it can make the shower curtains. I wanted to make a shower curtain, so yeah, that was sick. But then I was like, am I really going to sell a shower curtain? <laughs> you know. <laughs> you never know. Um, Samantha says, uh, it's the same with vegan foods. They cost so much more than normal foods. It's a pain when it's when a child's all, ill, all? A child's all. I don't maybe know what it means. A child's vegan. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Right. So um, I have a question for you, actually. Sorry? I have a question for you. Oh, for me? Yeah. I was only to surprise you. This is a question okay. I ask everyone. Whenever I go on a podcast, I ask them. See, we don't do this. I'm the interviewer. <laughs> okay, go on. So you're cooking dinner for four people. So you're cooking for four people. Who yep. would the four people be sat around the table who you're cooking for and why? It could be me. anyone. Anyone. No, not you. It'll be you and four guests. Oh, I'm cooking. Oh, me and four. Okay. Yeah. And the reason why? Uh, Glenn, because... Husband, yeah, um, and yeah, oh, yeah. Scott in the comments because he's my work best friend. Uh, Sam at work because he's my work husband, and Claire, who's my best friend in life. 
Awesome. So you wouldn't want anyone you've never met before, any celebrities or anything? You just All right. <laughs> yeah, any celebrities, like anyone in the world. Anyone at all. Anyone in the world. Yeah, four people. Right, well, we'll get rid of the husband. <laughs> um, God, four people. Right, okay, cool. So, um, Sarah Michelle Geller from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because easy as. Um, then uh, Ewan McGregor, because I have the hots for Ewan McGregor. Um, still Scott, because... I, I, I've made a promise to Scott that I would take him anywhere. Like, where I go, I will take him. So, there you go. So, I'll take Scott. Um, even if, for instance, I end up on Channel 4, I'll put it in my contract that he comes with me. Like, <laughs> even if he's just sat in the comments at the side stage going, oh, hi, Marcus, I'm still here. Like, that's legit what will be in the contract. He's there with me all the way, always. Um, and then I suppose I'm going to have to bring him. So, I'll... I'll drink him. Um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, Ewan McGregor, Sir Michelle Geller, uh, Glenn and Scott. That's great. Awesome. Um, yeah, what's I going to say? So yeah, the future, what I, I was thinking about. Right. Like, the future of, um, the, uh, the um, future of shopping. Obviously, things are changing. All the high street is shutting down. So yeah. I was thinking, how, how, can, um, how can things change? And I was thinking... They, they could be creating like AI stores online. Yes. I wish like I was in Silicon Valley right now because I would make this. So you could make an as a store, a VR set on. You could walk into a virtual store. So you could have a big shopping center, walk around oh. in it, walk into a virtual store, look at the clothing, because they'd have all the um, clothing in there. You could press it, look down and you're wearing it. Then you can see, see if it's yeah. You can see, like, does it suit your skin colour? Does it look good on you? Is it the right size, oversizing everything? Yeah. I, that would be, like, the future now. This is this is obviously where they're going with the whole 5G thing. So 5G is a lot more than what, like, people just think, oh, 5G is just, like, you know, it's faster internet speeds and, it may, and connect, my phone connects to it and all that lot. It's actually so much more, and that's where AI comes into play. Okay. And you're right. Like, there's so, like, the, the possibilities around 5G will lead to things like this. Like, for example, with 5G, obviously 5G and beyond, you would have, um, you would be, you could be on an operating table in hospital having heart surgery um, in England and the person that your surgeon is in Australia with a VR headset on doing it all. Like, that's, that's how it can all be. And, and that's like the future of 5G and beyond. And you're completely right. And I think that's where inevitably will will end up going um i think you know shop workers especially now now that we know that there are people who can work from home uh, you know a, a lot more companies are wising up to the fact that you can work from home and um, doing a lot more stuff obviously you can't sell clothing at home from like uh, jjb sport i don't even know they, they exist anymore um, but you know what i mean um but yeah like there's you can't do that but that, that's definitely a possibility in the future. And I think, yeah, it's, the technology is there and we, we just need to move along with the technology. That's my personal opinion on that. Um, so, what a brilliant chat. We've talked about all sorts of different things here. We've talked about businesses, we've talked about virtual Christmas markets, we've talked about 
technology and the future of retail and all that lot. Um, talks about who I'd have for, for dinner. Um, Scott is surprised that he's still there with me at Christmas <laughs> uh, for, for the dinner. Um, but there you go. Cheers, Scott. Thanks for being so surprised. Um, but there you go. Is there anything that we have not covered that you would like the opportunity to talk, uh, talk about now? No, I think I've got I've, I've said everything really that I wanted to say. Bro, and that's good. Johnny Lamb, anything is possible. It is. You just got to keep a positive mindset. That's all that matters. Keep happy in a positive mindset. Definitely, definitely. So, at the end of every show, I give my guests the opportunity to give a quote, and it could be something that they stand by, live by, could be something that they've made up, could be something that they've heard that just really resonates with them. Whatever it is, um, I always give my guests the opportunity to 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 say it. Um, and it should be something that they take away from today's episode. So have you got a quote in mind? Yeah, so um, on most of my products, I'll have never settle. So if you look at that, it says never settle. That line oh, yeah. And on my beanie, I don't know, it's a bit, a bit grainy. But there's yeah, you can't see it, though, yeah. Yeah. So what never settle means to me is... Be better every single day. Be better person, the better you every day. Um, always try to be more successful. Always try to be more nicer. Always try to be better each day. Never settle. Never settle in one place. Keep going higher and higher and higher. And that's what never settle means to me. Just don't stop. Don't be in a comfortable position for too long. Always challenge yourself. I love it. I love it. That really resonates with me right now, and I'm sure it resonates with uh, with Scott as well. To be fair, <laughs> so we won't go into those de- those type of details. But yes, I'm sure it resonates with both of us right now, as it will resonate with a lot of people out there. Nat Nelson, before we go, best friend. Is she your best friend? Uh, she likes to think so. No, <laughs> she's sound. Yeah, we chat every day on Instagram. Like she's she's a really nice girl. She's really sound, and she's been very supportive since I've got to know her through that life. And like we just talk about everyday life, and, and it's fantastic. Like a lot of people now that I chat to every day on Instagram that I met through that life, and it's it's amazing. It's a really cool community that we've got going. So well, speaking of, um, because obviously we're coming to the end of the show now. Where can people find you? So if you're on Instagram, that's probably the quickest, easiest way you'll see me doing my daily day life is um, that. Life CL at that life CL. Give me a follow. I'll give you a follow back now. Say hello. And also for my digital marketing is Keep It Social UK. I'm I'm on there now and again, but I'm just swamped at the minute doing everything with the, the uh, virtual market. But I try and put up the, a lot of tips, hints, and tips whenever I can with marketing. So I always like to give out free information on there as well. And obviously with the virtual market. Virtual Christmas Market UK. If you type that into Facebook, you'll be able to find that one. It's one with 5.8 members on it. And for those who need to see that again, it is this one. Virtual Christmas Market, 5 point, is now 8, so it's 5.8k members. I'd just like to say hello to Laura, my girlfriend. I forgot to say hello to her. (laughs) She's been watching in silence. (laughs) There you go. She's put two love hearts. She must be happy. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, takes us to the end of the show. 
thank you so much, Jonathan, for coming on and sharing your story with us and being open as well about obviously the things that you were going through when you were younger uh, that put you on this path and obviously everything that you've been doing outside of not just like, you know, not to talk about the virtual markets, but just everything else as well. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Um, <laughs> no worries. Next week's show, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a little boy called Dalton and his mum. Uh, Dalton raised so much money uh, in Cleveland near Blackpool over lockdown one. Uh, maybe he's doing it in lockdown two. We'll find out. But in lockdown during lockdown one, Dalton said to his mum that he wanted to sell his toys to give to the nurses and the uh, the doctors at the hospital, and so he sold did a little car boot stand on his driveway and sold loads and loads of toys. And then neighbours and other people in the community came and donated more to his stand so he could continue selling. And he donated all of that money to the hospital, at Blackpool Teaching Hospital. Absolutely amazing story. And he'll be coming on to the show next week to talk about how much of a little lockdown hero he has been. If you are wanting to find anything to do with me... Whether you do or not, it's completely your choice. I, I urge you to do, though. I try to be a funny guy. My name is Marcus Wright. You can find me on Facebook, on my personal Facebook. All you have to do is type in Marcus Wright. It's as simple as that. You can also find me on Instagram under at spillit underscore Marcus. And uh, you can also see me streaming via YouTube at www.youtube.com forward slash M4RCUSLEE. And we are currently streaming, I was stuttering then, currently streaming via Twitch. And you can find me at www.twitch.tv forward slash spill underscore it underscore Marcus. And if you wanted to get in touch with regards to being on the show, uh, or if you wanted to get in touch with because of an agony phone call, or for whatever reason, all you have to do is send me an email at marcus at spillit.uk, and that goes directly to my inbox. Because I'm a professional, I have my own email address. You can email me, and I will be able to look at your email and get it on the show, get you on the show, whatever it is. And when I'm not doing Spillit and speaking to some amazing people in the world, I also run a dance exercise class and we are continuing through lockdown as well. We went all the way through lockdown one. We're going all the way through lockdown two through Facebook Live. And if you wanted to get involved with that, all you have to do is go to www.facebook.com forward slash dance at Preston and you'll be able to see all of the Facebook Lives on there. We do the Facebook Lives three times per week and you can join in from the comfort of your own home. And if you wanted to get involved face-to-face, -face, then once lockdown's over, we run three classes per week. For now, it's moving up. But we do three classes per week in Preston. All you have to do is get in touch with me via there, and I will help you out with booking you onto a session. And last but not least, as I said before, and I was, I, I, you know, this will obviously change when once Jonathan and I have a bit of a conversation about it, but to help me out and to support Spillet, um, if you're wanting to support, I do accept donations uh, that obviously help towards this. As a as a thank you for anybody who wants to donate anything towards Spillet, I do send a big Spillet hamper to that individual as a thank you for donating towards Spillet to help this key, uh, to help this podcast this facebook live show keep going but you can also buy merchandise by heading over to www.redbubble.com and you'll be able to find all of my stuff under there it's marcus wright xp and at the moment they've got a sale on where you can get up to 60 percent off so head over to the red bubble i will post a link on, uh, on the on the live afterwards and you'll be able to find all of my merchandise on there all to do with spill it and that then 
is it. Whew, that was a lot to talk about at the end. I might need to shorten that down. But there we go. That is the end of the show. Thank you so much for joining in, guys. Thank you so much for being on the show, Jonathan. As I say, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Um, and for now, it is time to say goodbye. So bye for now. <laughs>